It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. I'm not a scientist. I'm not an expert in footballs. I'm not an expert in football measurements. I don't want anyone rubbing them, uh, putting in the air in them, taking the air out. To me, those balls are perfect, and that's what I expect when I show up. I can't show it on the football. It's so goddamn hard about how long to it. Introducing Mike Cash Collins and Scott Stack Simpson as the Fantasy Millionaires. Here we go. It's time for the Fantasy Millionaires to float, giving you what you need and maybe help your beard to grow. Oh no, it's Monday night. We broadcast live again from the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Stacks and stacks of Scott Simpson. Tell me how you're doing. You know, uh, it's it sounds uh, kind of sad, but I'm doing great because I didn't get to work on my deck today. We talked last week about how my dad had come over taking over my life well the whole week i was under his tutelage and uh, today it rained i've never been happier to wake up to rain and a day off of work and i just got to hang out i just got to chill I got to relax i got to have a day off so my day was perfect man i just focused on fancy football i tucked into what we were going to do in the show today uh i just chilled how about you man how's your day going so far Good day. Went to CrossFit. Uh, so they're getting rid of masks now everywhere, which I am personally a big fan of. I freaking hate wearing masks. So uh, we went out uh, Sunday and I asked the guy in the parking lot. We went to Wegmans as a family before we were heading over to Mimi and Papaw's. And I was like, hey, man. Can I wear a mask? And he was like, nah, you don't. And I was like, oh. <laughs> but you know what's so funny? I don't know how it is in Montgomery County, but in Frederick, it's like nobody knows yet. So I went into Wegmans with the family, and we're all just demasked. And we were just getting a lot of weird looks, you know? Like a lot of people were – uh giving us the old They're stink mean, eye, you know? Yeah, right. Oh, but, no. well, I just, I think people are like, huh, what are those, are those, uh, you know, are those anti-vaxxers over there? Like, who are those guys, you know? There was other people. We weren't, like, the only ones. But uh, today I took my son to school and had to stop by CVS on the way home. Went in there, said, hey, man, got to wear a mask. He's like, no, you don't. And it's great because I just have my little daughter with me and it's like just I can just hold her hand and we can walk around the store and yeah, it's 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 a it's a brave new world we're entering into, man. It's we're we're it we're gonna start seeing our faces again. It's nuts. It it is nuts. And uh, you know, I'm happy for you and your family and your daughter that you've gotten a chance to kind of get back into the real world. I have not gotten a chance to do that. They've not changed the, I don't think the rules down here in Montgomery County just yet. Uh, I don't think that, that uh, it, when they do, it is going to be a change for everybody because we've been so insulated in this thought process, which has been good. It's been, it'd help us make sure we're all safe. 
Um, but now we're, we're uh, yeah, we're going back to reality, which is uh, not something we're used to for the last 16 months or so, or I guess, you know, 14 months. It's been a wild time. So I'm excited for you and your family. And uh, it sounds great. Just getting to be normal again and just live our regular lives as people in America. I know in Montgomery yeah. County, over 50% of the residents are vaccinated, which is awesome. Yeah. Please do get vaccinated. We want, I mean, I don't care which side of the political party you're on. I don't care what, you know, your deep beliefs in anything. Uh, I just want everyone to be safe and everyone to be able to kind of go back to doing themselves and, and, and be free again and to be, enjoy themselves. Yeah. So the sooner we can all get vaxxed and be back, I am so excited. It's supposed to be like the, like a, a turnt summer, you know, like I, I, I'm really excited. I saw SNL. They were talking like, you know, the, the most turnt summer ever. They're making jokes about how, you know, last year it was just a disaster summer. And this year we just have like an opportunity to just have an awesome kick-ass summer. And I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for the turnt summer of 2021. Uh, it's already starting off good. We're going to be, you and I are going to be starting in less than two weeks or three weeks. We're going to be uh, in Austin, Texas. Shout out Austin. And we're going to be celebrating the bachelor party for one of my boys. He's finally getting married after 40 years on this planet. Uh, and mm-hmm. so I'm excited just to go down there and be with people. My guy Sal Vetri is down in Austin. He said to come check him out, go have a couple beers with him while we're down there. So we might have to go oh. and- I tell Betri to come out and see Roy Woods with us or whatever we're going to do down there. So uh, it's okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to go back to work in the fall and get, get back with the kids and get teaching again. And, you know, just kind of, it's, it's been a bad time stuck at home for everybody. And I'm excited that, you know, you're out and about, uh, you know, we went golfing last week. You, me and Denny, no masks. We're just, it's, it's weird not wearing the mask though. Like, let's all just be honest about it. You know, I was, I, I was ahead of the CDC and in, in proclaiming let's use masks. You know, I, I posted something on Facebook saying, Hey, look, this, this, this does help, you know, but personally as someone who wears glasses, I can't stand wearing it. And I lost my good mask. Like I had a good CrossFit mask that was like a little bit loose and, you know, like it fit my face good. And I lost it on my anniversary. And so I've been having to use my wife's mask and they're so tight on my face that it's like, they're, they're like pulling my ears forward. And then on top of that, no matter if I'm whatever mask I'm wearing, you know, the way it ventilates is it goes up and I just get foggy glasses. So I have to take the glasses off and then I can't see. And then with this yeah. super tight mask, I, I'm claustrophobic. Like I, and I'm not, I don't suffer from claustrophobia, but I start feeling claustrophobic. Like I start feeling like I'm going to hyperventilate and I'm like, I can't, I got to get out of this door so I can take a breath. So I am so excited to, you know, that we're, 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 we're getting to the other side. And it's like, you can just like, I went into CrossFit and I was like, Hey, we do a mass. They're like, we're not doing mass. And it's like, yes. And, and, and you know, I already had that experience where I went in there before and it was weird because that place always used to give me the heebie jeebies. Like, it's just like, feel like it's COVID central anytime I go in there, you know? And it's like, that, that was a new thing, you know, realizing that, Hey, I have the vaccine. I don't need to worry about that. And now it's like the next evolution, like we're we're demasking, you know, yeah. as a yeah. society. Well, uh, someone, you know, tried to shake my hand today and I just gave him the now nah, I'm not going to shake hands. Uh, my, my new rule and my old rule for shaking hands in society was I didn't really shake your hand unless I wanted to. And, and so 
Uh, I shook Denny's hand last week, you know, because that was somebody I wanted to shake. But I'm still going to be reticent in shaking hands. I don't like touching people in general. And uh, there was a meme today that just made me laugh. And it just said, it was like a girl shaking someone's hand. And it just said, every hand you touched has held a dick pretty much. You know, <laughs> so guy or girl. I mean, if, if you're shaking a guy's hand, you know it's held a dick. If you're shaking, uh, if you're shaking mine, it has. It right. probably has earlier in the day. So. Right. I mean, there's just you know, it happens. I understand how we all you know live our lives. You know, it's right. you know, But it's just one of those things where you're like, yeah, I forgot how gross everybody still is, and you know, I'll shake one or two people's close friends' hands, and then after that, uh, you know, I'll fist bump, elbow bump, you know, head nah, what's up, what's up, you know, any yeah. kind of greeting, you know, d- dap it up maybe with a little back fisting, but. Hand touching hand is going to be kind of gone for me, you know, personally. No, that's why I like the fist bump. You know, you just you knuckle real quick. You know, you're not going to get any uh, weird flavor saver on your fingers. You know, it's just a nice quick little yeah, you know, knuckle bumper. Bing, bada, boom. No, I like yeah. it. Uh, so I, I, we have some things to get into, and, and we're going to do this show. It's going to be more NFL. For all the friends last week who, who were like, hey, it's just you know a good show, but a show about nothing, golfing, hanging out, chilling with dads. We're getting into the NFL today. Uh, first thing I want to talk about was, I didn't know if you had seen this. It's not a big story, but it's just Bill Belichick being Bill Belichick. And, and I mean, I, 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 for one, like it. I'm not against it at all. I think it's kind of cute, you know, so – uh, did you see what Mac Jones's new number is? Uh, he he got his new number today. Have you seen it? No. No. He's number fifty. So Why? here's quarterback Mac Jones, and Bill Belichick's got him in a number fifty. And uh, Why? that guy's just undefeated when it comes to the mind games. When it comes to uh, you know I, most quarterbacks drafted in the first round right now, for example, Justin Fields. They're probably showing him his amazing locker. They're probably exp- explaining to him where all his amazing cleats and how they're embroidered. And and Bill Belichick's out here like, give him the number 50, Sal. <laughs> you know, and so I think it was funny. I love it. Bill Belichick's still the GOAT, and uh, he puts people right at ease by letting them know he's the GOAT. No questions asked. Number 50, your, your backup quarterback for sure to start the season. Not that there was a question about him starting, but you know, now we can get just kind of see how Bill's operating. So I thought that was interesting. Is that really going to be his number? He's, he's, he's going to be number 50, or is this just uh, mind games? He's not going to be number 50, right? No, no. I think that I think this is some mind game stuff, honestly. You know, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I, it really is. I think it's just, I think Bill Belichick likes to let everybody know who wears the pants up there. You know, who, who who is in charge of the show? Not that we needed to know. We do know it's him. But uh, this kind of stuff is just high-class trolling from Bill. I just said Bill Belichick strikes again. So not trying to highlight my tweet as much as the fact that, you know, this is uh, what really happened uh, over at Pat's camp. So uh, I, I love it. I think it's great. I think it's interesting. And uh, it's a little segue into football. Uh, but that's not the main story we're going to talk about. You hit me to the Julio Jones news. And man, it's just, it's been all over the place. Uh, what's up with Julio, man? What is going on right now? Yeah, that, uh, I, I, you, you must have logged off Twitter for the 20 minutes today that, that you missed this and I got to inform you of it. Uh, I was, I was shocked that you hadn't seen this on your timeline yet because it was just everywhere. I mean, I can't 
believe this. So we're going to watch the actual video of Julio Jones, uh, Shannon Sharp on Undisputed, makes a phone call live on air, and it sure seems like Julio Jones is unaware that he is on national television just chopping it up with Shannon Sharp. So let's let's listen. We call it? Okay, we're calling. We're calling. calling. Hmm. You watching, Julio? I really hope he answers here. Julio, have the guts to pick up the phone. <laughs> What's happening? Yeah. All right. Julio. What's up? I got you. This is your favorite uncle. What's going on, bro? Man, nothing much. Try to go meet up with my brother. What's happening with you? Man, look, you want to go to the Cowboys, Julio? Or you want to stay in Atlanta? Oh, man, nah, I'm out of there, man. You He's out? out. He's out of there. Oh, Are you going to. Ideally. <laughs> uh, right now, I'm just. I want to win. Okay. Yeah. We're going to go to Dallas. If you go, you ain't winning in Dallas, Julio. Nah, I, you already, I, man, listen, come on, man. You already know I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> can you, can you remind him so we're on television? Ask right? me why we're the Dallas. Listen, listen. You know how people is, man, with all that going right. on with the, the picture. Yeah. yeah. You know, stuff like that. Okay. Man, I ain't never been, you know what I'm saying? Okay. That's good enough. Julio, yeah. I'll talk to you later. Thanks for calling me back. We on air, but I appreciate you calling me, dog. You know I know my nephew was going to pick up. <laughs> Oh, yeah, nah, nah, yeah. I ain't, I ain't going I ain't going to Dallas, man. I never thought about going to Dallas. Okay, I appreciate that, bro. Enjoy the rest. Now he might not yeah. have any choice. <laughs> I told you about that. I, I love that Shannon Sharp still just about that family and about that I told you so at the end. Like, I told you my nephew would answer the phone, you know, not realizing he just put his business on blast uh, in front of the whole nation. And, you know, I, I saw people kind of calling for Shannon Sharp being unprofessional. I mean, if, if your uncle is Shannon Sharp and he's on a, a national show called Undisputed, that, I mean, it's Undisputed. You know the show. He's, he's not really his uncle. No, I know. But he's, I know he's not his uncle, obviously. But yeah. uh, that, okay. that, that's, his, that's his – he has a, um, uh, you know, a paternal type relationship uh, in football terms. It's his football sure. uncle, you know. And, and yeah, so yeah. – yeah, I mean, I'm sure that he's got to work with him over the years or had a relationship. He's not just a guy calling in randomly to Julio. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think he should be in trouble for any of it. I think it's just honesty. And I think that it's it, – Julio Jones sees the writing on the wall with Calvin Lee, with Kyle Pitts. You know, he is not uh, – he's not dumb, obviously. He sees what's going on, and he's unhappy about it. And I would be, too, if I was Julio Jones, one of the maybe top ten wide receivers of all time. Uh, and so this is kind of him being upset and he's being honest and frank about it. He says, I'm out of there. That's not the, that's not the biggest story ever, by the way, but it turned into that, uh, in the first, you know, like you said, 20 minutes before I found out I did, I logged off for like 20 minutes to like help my kids do something and like do some chores. And then next thing you know, uh, Shan Sharp's breaking the internet. Yeah. And that is one of the weirdest phone calls I've ever heard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird. Uh, it was awkward. Um, I I honestly wonder if anyone has thrown out there yet that this is staged, that 
that they tried to make it look like it was on air uh, and it was sort of accidental, but that they had talked before and he said, Hey man, I'm going to put you, I'm going to put you on the show today. Uh, so right. we can just continue to like heat up this market for him. I, I'm, I don't know if I'm the first person to come up with this conspiracy theory on it, but uh, I kind of, think i just can't see shannon sharp and skip bayless doing that to a player uh without them having first had some sort of conference about it but it sure i I kind of agree with you and well it seems real i think either it's real and authentic and there there's not any you know just him saying yeah i'm not gonna be with that anymore I think what, what you heard in there in, in, in the talk in the conversation, if you parse it, I've heard it a few times now. He was getting at and alluding to the picture of Julio Jones wearing a Dallas Cowboys sweatshirt that came out recently. Uh, and uh, and he's just like, hey, are you on? You know, you're not going to Dallas, are you? You're wearing that shirt, basically. Are you on that tip? And he's like, no, nah, I've never been about that, man. I just was, had that shirt on. And he's like, okay, okay, okay. I see, I see. The only thing that makes me kind of think it's real is the way that I think Shannon Sharp realized that Julio did not realize that he was on and he was saying and he was being frank. And then, you know, he mentions her on the show and then Julio's like, all right, all right. Yeah. I mean, I never was about Dallas. Just honest, still, he he's like, all right, all right I see him on live. I'm still going to keep talking, though. And then I think Shannon Sharp is just kind of like, OK, all right, man. Well, th- thanks, man. We're going to we're going to go. I think he felt guilty then. And that was human nature. Because I think if if it was staged, I think they would have stayed on longer. I think they would have kept talking a little bit more. Maybe that, that's yes. kind of- yeah. I, I'm not. I don't. I I don't know. I have no idea. Like it's it's. it's I, I just I just thought of that. Like that's just something I, like I thought of. I like yeah. It. Well, I. But the thing that makes me think it's not staged is it. They did a good job making it look like it wasn't staged. Yep. It, it all, yep. it, and then you hear that, uh, you know, the co-host, the female co-host in the background be like, Hey, let him know he's on hair. You know, like it's pretty yeah. smooth fake if that's what they were trying to do too. So they Could, sure. Yeah. I mean, they're a professional broadcast organization. Like you said, they have the capability to go, Hey, we're going to call you pretend like it's real. We're not pretending like it's real, but just, Hey, we're going to call you go with it. You know what I mean? Like, I think the big question is, did Julio know he's on air or not? I think that. Either way, if he knew he was on air and he said those things, then it was not staged, but it was at least like he he knew what he was doing. You know what I mean? There was was a a purpose behind it, I think. Either way, all of this is just to build a market for him. So whether it was real or fake, that's what's happening right now. It's, 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 there is open discussion so that, a market can be built for him, and well, yeah, I agree. And 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 you know, let's let's explore that market because right. I have an article up here by my friend uh, Jeremy Layton over at the New York Post. Big fan of Jeremy's. He had me on his podcast uh, earlier, and I think it was March. Shout out, Jeremy. Uh, he has an article over there. Check it out. Called Julio Jones trade scenarios. Where could the star land? So before we get into him, though, I just want to ask you off the top of your head because this shows about us. Not him, but I kind of want to get his thoughts after. You know, you want to get some somebody to bounce off some thoughts and see if we're in the same vein or if we're totally off. Where would 
would you like to see Julio Jones land? I have my spots, my my few spots. Uh, what, what are you thinking about Julio, and what would you like to see happen if he's not going to be in Atlanta anymore? Yeah, uh, I don't remember when we talked about this, uh, but I, I I think I mentioned on the show a while ago that my favorite place would be to see him go to Green Bay and then Aaron yeah. Rodgers to return to Green Bay. And they would win the Super Bowl. And, I, I, you know, whatever I sort of think about Aaron Rodgers, at the end of the day, I would like to see him win another Super Bowl. I was rooting for, for him to, to win the Super Bowl this year. I, I, I like Patrick Mahomes a lot, too. So it would I, that's that was the matchup I wanted to see. So if I'm, you know, just saying where would I like to see, I would say Green Bay, but the most likely place – I think is what you have pulled up right here. I, I honestly think why why wouldn't Bill Belichick go ahead and bring in somebody like you know a team last year that went seven and nine? If you brought in Julio Jones, and even if he plays half the season, they'll win all the games that he plays in. I mean, it, it, it's such an advantage. Uh, for that offense to have somebody of his caliber. I mean, to me, that's why I would love to see him go to Aaron Rodgers. He's 32 years old, but I still think that that guy, if he played with Aaron Rodgers, he would do what Devontae Adams does. Like, there's no reason why he's not – he might – I can see him struggling with health, but that's it. Like, he's just older, so, like, maybe he's going to get dinged up a little bit more. But when he is on the field, he is still going to be Julio Jones. That that it, the 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 fall off hasn't happened yet. I mean, it's it's happening with injuries, but speed, strength, hands, intelligence, none of that is gone. Yeah, all those all those intangibles that make Julio Jones Julio Jones uh, are still there. So uh, let's talk about it. New England is the top. A uh, betting favorite, I believe, uh, you know, and, and according to to betonline.ag, so he he he's uh you know the the they're the favorite. What do you think about Cam Newton with Julio? How, how would that match up? I mean, people have kind of criticized Cam, not the most accurate of passers. Someone did a gift yeah. today or a tweet today. They had that Molotov cocktail throwing person who runs out and then they throw their Molotov cocktail about 10 feet and it just falls on the ground. And they said, yeah. Cam Newton throwing to Julio. I thought it was pretty funny. Um, yeah, but, then, you yeah. know, they, but then you got Mac Jones on the horizon too. You got Julio there for a couple of years. You got Mac Jones, Jones to Jones, you know, the Jones and Jones connection. Uh, what, how do you see that? I hadn't even thought of that. I hadn't even thought of the Jones to Jones connection. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, what do you think yeah, I saw something funny too. It was like uh, I don't even know what it was, but it was the same joke. It, it looked, it looked like a high school football player. It was like uh, you know Julio and Cam at their first OTAs, and uh, you know the high schooler like dropped back, and then he just threw the ball like right into the ground, like it just went like <laughs> five feet, like it just went blink. So, so yeah, you know I don't know. Uh, um, I'm interested to see what cam newton is this year uh again that's why i wouldn't pick it as my favorite choice but it to me it doesn't matter 
where he goes, uh, you know, he's he's going to be Julio Jones when he's on the field. So, uh, uh, you know, Cam Newton is he's going to make those kind of passes from time to time. But poor Cam Newton last year. I mean, seriously, that that was the worst trio of wide receivers in the league. So they actually have, you know, Nelson Aguilar now. And if you brought in Julio Jones, man, that that's that's very, you know, intriguing. Formidable uh, becomes more of a word used wherever Julio Jones is because he has been, you know, so formidable, not not in the end zone per se, uh, but, you know, between the, the tens or the twenties. He has just been rock solid. And so we we mix it up today. In, in lieu of this, I wanted to get a little hype going about Julio because, uh, you know, I like to do that. And so I first put out a nice tweet that just had a picture of a skinny dog or like a fluffy dog and then a dog that's wet and obviously it's shrunken because it's little. You know, it's got a lot of poofy fur. And so I just said, who's the fantasy football player? Uh, and then people, you know, threw out their players. And I said, I did not choose violence. I did not say, who's the analyst? And then I said, we all make mistakes with all our – you know, fallible, like my friend, I tagged you. Speaking of Julio, I agree. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to just say I, I capitulate to your argument, but Julio Jones last year uh, was nicked up. And I think, though, for me, when I when I was thinking of picking Calvin Ridley, surpassing him, that was embedded in that, that injury risk. Also, just how he had uh, performed over the last couple of years and his foot injuries. Foot injuries are hard to overcome, and they lead to leg injuries and to other muscle injuries and so yeah yeah hamstring issues too uh yeah. but hey i'll give you i'll give you your flowers sir stacks i mean calvin ridley is the truth i mean there's no doubt about that uh i am still personally of the opinion that julio jones as a wide receiver is probably top three in the league right now you know, like just with what he can do if he's not injured, I don't know. You know, I mean, Calvin Ridley really is right. <laughs> he's right there. I mean, uh, you know, in in, in our leagues and in, in the VFFs, I think he finished. Let me I've got it pulled up. Yeah. 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 Well, Calvin Ridley has 10 touchdowns, seven touchdowns, nine touchdowns. That's the kind of stuff you want. Julio Jones does not have that. And it's a different position they play. They play different roles in the offense. Julio Jones is your possession over the middle slant, you know, bust up. And, and your, your guy, Calvin Ridley, is the over-the-top guy. He's the guy down the sidelines. He is the, the, the guy they designed red zone plays for to sneak out and go around and crossing routes and go across the whole formation and sneak to the back corner of the end zone. And then and Matt Ryan just does a play fake in the roll and he just waits and he pops it over like the, the linebacker and, and right near the safety. They know what they're doing. They don't have those for Julio because Julio gets double covered and then they get it just to Calvin Ridley. So uh, I- I'm disappointed because I really dreamed of a super team with Julio, Michael, you know, Kyle Pitts, and then Calvin Ridley. And they're just t- taking it all away from me right now with Julio, you know, going on and saying he's out of there. He's gone. It's over. Um, I'll tell you one thing, a place I do not want to see him go. I, I would just be appalled at it before I say what place I do want to see him go. And Jeremy actually has him the team on here. It's the Baltimore Ravens. It says, you know, the Baltimore Ravens haven't had a thousand yard receiver since 2016 when Mike Wallace was in Baltimore and, and, and he was being thrown to by Joe Flacco, by the way, who liked to air it out. Uh, so mm-hmm. 
this is just a moot point, by the way, uh, because they're not going to have a thousand yard receiver. And if Julio goes there, uh, Matthew Barry asked, "Where do you not want to see Julio go?" I said, "Baltimore, terrible for fans." Yeah, that's 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 a perfect uh, that that would be last on my list, just because they're so run heavy and his talents would be wasted. I mean, to me, Baltimore is right there. You just want to think about like, what are the worst quarterbacks? You know, I mean, yeah. who, who, who that that's who you don't want to see him with is I, I, is quarterbacks that suck. Yes, I love Tennessee. Uh, Jeremy has Tennessee on the list. I think Tennessee is a great place. Josh Reynolds as a two, it, it makes AJ Brown just so much better as a one because you got to feed him uh, because it's Josh Reynolds. So Julio is a number two to AJ Brown. I do me. Uh, we've had DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm out in how AJ Brown feels. Rondale Moore feels, but you know, Hop, you know, Nuke. You know, Nuck, whatever they call him, he he put out yeah. that he he wants Julio to come over there with them over in Arizona. So I mean that that is is it would be lit. I love Green Bay, as you've said as well. Uh, he, you know, and, and so I don't know. There's a number of teams that would just get me excited where Julio would be uh, instantly fantasy really relevant and 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 be in that same tier that same tier. So. If I was if I was the Green Bay Packers, and I know we're gonna get into them a little bit on the other side of the break, I would be trying to get Julio Jones as a peace offering. Like, yeah. hey, you want to win the Super Bowl? We have Devonte Adams and Julio Jones on our team now. Come back, yeah. Aaron! Please come back. Well, you know, what? and that's a great tease because what we're gonna do is we're gonna take three minutes of commercial breaks, and uh, and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk Aaron Rodgers. That's gonna be. Uh, the second part of the show here. I'm looking around for my 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 first commercial. Oh, here it is. All right, all right. The first commercial before we go to commercials is for my my best friend in the industry, who's not sitting with me podcasting right now. Bo McBig time. Uh, he's a killer bee man. I love this guy. His hot box. It is a gourmet small batch hot sauce. It is my favorite. This is my last bottle, Mike. I need to buy more because I'm saving these. Each order I get, I save a bottle from Bo as a vintage keepsake from each one. It's like a series number. So this is from the very first big, huge box I ever got. I'm not going to open it until like, you know, Armageddon times. Uh, so we'll get you mm-hmm. some bigtimeflavorco.com. I love Bo. Go check him out. And then also go to Verdian Global. Get yourself some merch, man. Mike's rocking his hat. You know, I'm looking beautiful mm-hmm. in my hair. My wife told me I was attractive today. We were on a date. She told me I was attractive. Uh, I made a joke. We'll get into that later. Uh, so uh, I'm keeping myself pure and beautiful for the people. I also got to say, in lieu of my daughter, uh, we're, we're fighting the battle against cancer over here. So my wife got me some some cool duds. And, uh, you know, I, I keep it real. So we're going to be back. We are on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Thank you for checking out myself. I'm Nimble W Numbers. This is my partner in crime. My man, uh, I'm Stax. He's he is the Ralph Macho on Twitter. His name is Mike in real life. So we'll be back in about three minutes, folks. Here we go. It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. The woo, the woo got something that I know that anybody want to hear because I know I've been waiting to hear. Now back to the fantasy millionaires. Word. Welcome back, everybody. We are the Fantasy Millionaires. I, I forgot to do one thing uh, before we get back into Aaron Rodgers, which we're going to do, which I love. 
uh, do please go and check out uh, Underdog Fantasy right now. They have a great promotion. If you sign up, you're a new user, you put in $25, they're going to give you a free $25. So you, you want to be able to deposit and you get a free matching deposit. I love that. Jump in there. Do code name Nimble. They've got Best Ball Mania 2 right now. It's a chance to win a million dollars. That's one million and one dollar at the end, too. One million, one dollar. You put the and at the decimal place for the nerds. It's not and a dollar. It's one million, one dollar. You can win in this best ball tournament. I've got six, five or six bullets, and I'm going to put a few more in by the end of the time. We, the tournament is live. So please go sign up now over at Underdog. It's lit. We play Every single day, me and Mike are in the mean streets. Check us out. Check out Code Nimble. Come over there. Put that in. Tell me you want to play with me. I'm Nimble W Numbers on Twitter. I'll play with you in any of your tournaments. Tag me. I'll tag you. We'll become best friends. Uh, we love to chop it up in the best ball streets. $3, $5, whatever it is. Uh, it, it is worth the fun that you get from doing it. Uh, and uh, I know Mike loves doing it uh, as well. So I, I had to say that. I, I'm going to let you I'm on the in. clock right now. I'm on the clock in one of our drafts too, by the way. I was going to say, uh, I just drafted right in front of you in one of our slow drafts. You can do either option, which I like personally. I, I'm a fan of the slow drafts. The, the, the way the fast drafts work, they take about 45 minutes to an hour, depending on how active the people are in your draft. And uh, you need to kind of just sit tight, get get tucked in. You get 30 seconds. It goes by pretty quick. If you're on the turn, you got to cue your friends up so you know where you're going to be jumping in with, with uh, the different players you want on your squad. Uh, and then you draft, and it lasts about, like I said, 45 minutes. If you're doing a slow draft, it can last days. You know, how many hours you got? Like five hours left to draft or something? I got like nine and a half hours. So nine I got to be, I got to think about this next pick because I need I have Tom Brady as my quarterback. So I want to have another quarterback. Uh, you got to be yeah. judicious. You got to be judicious. Yes, you do. Um, my team's so, pretty, my team's pretty bomb though, by the way. Well, your team is pretty bomb. I like your team a lot. Um, so let's let's jump in from there to what we are really excited about. We want to tell everybody here, not that that we're biased or unbiased or or we like we're we're, we're football fans. We're the fancy millionaires, man. Like we love this stuff, um, and and we don't hate anybody, but we love Aaron Rodgers. There's just something about him that that myself stacks. My partner Cash both really like, we really vibe with, we really enjoy. So we want to just explain that. Not that we're biased, but we're we're we're, we're at least. I think me, you love him more. You love him more I than love I do. Him. I, I but do I, love him I, more. I can't I can't deny. Uh, you know, I like greatness, and he is right. he's epically great. Um, he also gets on my nerves a little bit. So I think we're you're you're a tier ahead uh, in, in your. <laughs> I see him as like a younger brother. I'm not his older brother, but I look at him for, I mean, I'm 42. He's not, you know, uh, I'm not a champion of course, but I'm an older brother in a family. I've had strife with my family. I, I understand a little bit about his situation. I've kind of read up on it and uh, I don't think it's great. I wouldn't say I'm on his side or his parents side. I'd say I'm for both of them reconciling and having a good relationship. But I love what he does in the football field, and I can respect the mentality that he has to bring to bring himself to that level of, of greatness. And so um, I can understand where he would rub people the wrong way and not always get along with people. And, and I'm not saying I love that about him, but I do love you know parts of him. I'm, I'm going to pull up a story. Uh, this is a cool thing. This is over here on uh, – this is from Tom Pelissaro over on the NFL Network. And uh, I'm going to retweet, and, and then I'm going to play the tweet and uh, I think it's already playing, but we're going to start it again. Uh, and, and what I like about this is this is just 
you know, we're talking about Aaron Rodgers right now. He did not report for OTAs. Not, you know, we didn't think he was going to report for OTAs. It's not a big surprise, right? But this is something I think that that is a little. I, I tweet this out. It says context. It says Aaron Rodgers' absence from Packers OTAs is unsurprising for multiple reasons. Long before the NFLPA's move for a boycott, Rodgers argued during CBA talks last year for the elimination of all off-season activities prior to August 1. Owners said no. Aaron didn't even really like this stuff anyway, so not a big surprise. But you know it's the first one he's ever missed? It is. He's never missed one. He's never missed one. I wanted to give that as well. Uh, it, you know, it's just but that's some context. So let's let's kind of tuck in and see what Tom has to say here about this. Let's, so, let's start with okay. the backs. First one is Aaron Rodgers, who no surprise was not present for the start of OTAs amidst his ongoing standoff with the Packers. Rodgers wants, among other things, control and security over his future. Sides have not agreed to a new contract. Multiple teams have called about a trade going back to before the draft, but General Manager Brian Gutekunst has said publicly, "We're not trading Aaron Rodgers." Even if none of this were going on, Rodgers' attendance at these OTAs would have been a question mark. The NFLPA, of course, encouraging veterans to consider boycotting OTAs if coaches don't agree to certain changes. And last year, during collective bargaining with NFL owners, Rodgers was a strong proponent of abolishing all offseason activities prior to August 1st each year. Owners said no to that. Packers OTAs going on. Jordan Love getting his first opportunity to take the first team reps. Meanwhile, in so yeah, I mean that just gives us a little bit of context. In, Man, into, you know, call that dude up and say, "What do you want for us to do for you? You want Julio? We'll get you Julio. Like, give that guy whatever he wants. I can't believe." that we're at this standoff. It's unbelievable. Yeah, right. Well, it, there's a lot of things that, that Gutekinds, that he has done, that is, that is angered and upset, you know, our, our friend here, Mr. Aaron Rodgers. So what, what I want to talk about is kind of today is, is what we think is, is going to happen with this situation. And we'll, we'll kind of go down that rabbit hole. And then, and then we will eventually get to the what if he is traded who do we think he is traded to? I mean, I know that they've come out and said he's not going to be traded, but there are still odds in Vegas. We're going to introduce those odds. You know, I got them on the screen now for those who are a little ahead of the game. Uh, so how do you see this playing out? Because uh, there's not an easy road to victory, even though I think you, you know, proposed one. I don't think we go down that road. I think it's going to be a, a rocky road and a not, not a late summer for the Packers and, and Aaron Rodgers. It's not going to be a white boy summer for the <laughs> no, no white boy summer for the the, 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 the back. Uh, so this segment is now going to be called as the Aaron Rodgers world turns because I'm sure we're going to be continuing to discuss uh, the developing standoff at the OK Green Bay Corral that has just continued to develop here. Here's when you dig in and you start looking at numbers as far as money. Okay. This move right here, right? There it is. This move right here, ha, him not going to OTAs uh, could cost him $500,000. Yeah, so half a million dollars uh, right off the break. That, that's a so, that's a yeah. dance. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty, that's a dig in right there. 
I don't think it's definite though. So it's like it, it's like it's like a weird. I, I came across that information too, and it seems like it's it's discretionary by the organization. So I'm sure if they get them to come back, they're like, "Hey, man, don't worry." Uh, but he's made something like $240 million or something like that in his career. Uh, a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, so he doesn't have to, to sweat that too much, but the next one is mini camp. And that is when is that's like June something, right? This is so, yeah. so this story June seventh, I believe, June seventh through the tenth, and it's going to be mandatory. It and is you mandatory. Have to, you have to go to it, and if you don't go to it, I think it's a fifty thousand dollar fine. I don't know if it's a per day or if it is. Yes, you know, it's it, 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 it it's it's two hundred thousand maybe or something. Yeah, like no, it, it, it's something like nine. He stands to lose uh, ninety thousand. Okay. Yeah, I think each day he's he's at a camp. It's about thirty grand too. Later, if he sits at a camp, right. Right, right, right. So then, then it starts getting bigger and bigger as the season approaches and he doesn't sign up uh, or doesn't show up. So the thing that really uh, is going to be interesting is, well, he has made a lot of money, but he he's not guaranteed any more money. Yeah. So if he just des- if he decides to retire, then he's out of the game of football. And I believe I saw so so he would make 15 million this year. So that's 45 million. That's three more years that he would get. And then it's like something like a 30 million dollar signing bonus that they would be able to potentially win back through arbitration or lawsuit or whatever, but he stands to lose like $75 million here. So let's say he's made 240. I don't remember the exact number, but you're talking about like a third of what you've made in your whole career or something like that. So I, I don't get it. I, I just don't get it. I, I know that there's posturing and, and this is sports, but what what if what if what if Jeopardy signs him to a five year hundred and fifty million dollar deal and he's like I don't care. I'm I don't Jeopardy think they pay that much. Okay. No, no I don't think they pay I think I think he there's nowhere in the world that he's gonna make this kind of money. He's gonna make is 75 million or I guess he would only make 45 million, but he would lose 30. The potential. So, the pot- so yeah. he stands to lose 75 million, which yeah, people can say that's not a lot for somebody who's made 240 million, but um, it's not <laughs> ideal. I can say that right yeah, you now. Start figuring taxes and all that stuff. It's not 240 million. It's like 120 million. You know what I mean? So uh, I mean, he's good. He's good and he can do whatever he wants. But the whole thing that's odd is that he's saying he wants some bigger, longer contract. It's not it, that that doesn't make sense. The thing that makes sense is he needs. I I honestly, when I was thinking about this, I honestly think he saw Tom Brady, and that really pissed him off. 
Like not only did Tom Brady beat him, but Tom Brady went into Tampa Bay and just became like, this is, this is, I am the captain now. You see, I am the captain. We are going to get this person, that person. And that's what Aaron Rodgers really wants to be able to do. And that's why he wants to go to another team because he's going to go to another team and be Tom Brady. Like if, right. if, if that does happen, I, I, any team he goes to has a shot at the Super Bowl. He's going to oh. bring in so much talent. Yeah. Well, let, let's talk about that. I think it's a great segue. Uh, we, we have up now some some of the, the Vegas odds of if he were to be traded, mm-hmm. he, here is, is where they're leaning. We've heard a lot of this before the draft when the story broke during the, the draft, which kind of it didn't need to break during the draft. It wasn't draft worthy. But we did find out that, well, I guess it kind of was, uh, the Denver Broncos were pursuing, uh, vehemently pursuing. They, they really want a trade. Uh, and it's, it's a cross conference, which I like. It's not in the, in the division or in, in the NFC at all. Broncos are at plus 220. That's, that's a pretty good odds, that not, not to win money, but just that, that the Broncos are the front runners. What do you think about him going to the Broncos? So I remember when we did discuss this on our previous segment of as the Aaron Rodgers world turns, uh, Mark Schlereth uh, had indicated that he, or he had talked about it um, on a podcast that he had gotten some sort of text that said the Broncos were front runners uh or no he had come across that information said that on the podcast and then Aaron Rodgers texted him I believe that that was the the story yeah um and so the and I'm just going off memory but I what he was saying is that this source is like as solid as it gets so I I think I think Denver Broncos is I'm I, I if I I that's the one I'd bet on. That's the yeah. one I'd bet on. Yeah. Uh, what What do you think about the weapons that that he would go into? Because you talked about Aaron Rodgers bringing people with him. There you got Cortland Sutton coming out off his ACL. You have uh, Jerry Judy uh, another year in. You know Hamler uh, in the slot. You've got Noah Fant. You've got Javante Williams there now. Uh, they, they've got quite a little a crew they've assembled. A lot of offensive talent there. Uh, would that be a place that you think automatically they become, uh, you know, vying for, you know, supremacy? I mean, I would be surprised, honestly. Aaron Rodgers is going into the division of Patrick Mahomes. That is ballsy. You know, talk about building a super team. He's going into the, the AFC West to take on the, the AFC West champion last two years. That, that's that's, uh, that's quite the, the move, you know? I mean, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is it w- is scared of anybody. I, I think he would certainly do that. And uh, yeah, then you know, everyone was like, "Why'd you pick Patrick Sertan?" And well, I, this was already being worked on at that time. So uh, you know, I think wherever I think that that would be an awesome team for him to go to personally. I want to see him go back to the green Bay Packers. Like yeah, that's, that's, that's the best team for him. There's not a better situation than that team. And then if you got somebody nice 
as a wide receiver too. If you got Julio, if you got Julio, I'm going to go place my bet right now on the Green Bay Packers. I'm going to lay down dollars. I I think the Packers honestly need to fire uh, Gunicus. I think that's what they have to do. That that to me is what is the the thing that Aaron Rodgers does not uh, is is kind of keeping him. He doesn't want to work with that man anymore. He doesn't like him. He doesn't like what he did with with Jordan Love. He doesn't like that he didn't communicate or tell him. And and Gunnikus has come out and said that as much. He said, "If I I learned anything from my experience last year, was I did not communicate effectively with Aaron. I didn't really involve him in the process of drafting. And so, I mean, he he didn't do that this year either. You know what I mean? So I I I, I don't." think that he is long for this world if i was the packers press i would i would get rid of him he means nothing to that organization long term he's just a suit he's just another person he's not a golden child he's no one special get rid of him make aaron Rodgers happy i think it's all you need to do and then he would come back i honestly think that i don't think you need to even get him another wide receiver i think you need to fire gunagas and that would get him back in the saddle and he would be a good faith omen and probably he would be more you know uh willing you know there'd be more uh i guess just good faith between the organization and him but that's just my you know my thought yeah yeah this is actually really making me i never thought about it before think about the uh the, the Michael Jordan situation in the last dance and Jerry Krause being this, you know, horrible GM that, that actually broke apart, you know, the greatest team of all time, you know, I mean, a, a dynasty two, three peat basketball team. And uh, I, I never thought about it before. I never really. That was his nickname. Aaron Rodgers nicknamed him. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did say yeah. that. I forgot about that. So I didn't think of this. He's, <laughs> it was a, in my head. he's, a, he's a big meanie. That's my favorite part. He Right. He, everybody was just like, oh, Aaron Rodgers is a meanie behind everybody's back. He calls him craps. Uh, uh, uh. Mm-hmm. I was like, really? Mm-hmm. That's all he does? He just calls him Kraus? Like, I would have said a lot more mean stuff behind his back than just that. Like, what? Well, that shows restraint. You know, way to go. Hey, 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 Ron. You know? You, love, love, you, you just love Aaron Rodgers, too. He can do no wrong in your no, world, dude. No, no, he can. He can do wrong. He can make mistakes. He can, he can. This is a mistake. I mean, this is a mistake, Uh, unless it's not. Unless, to me, if this compels them, yeah, to get rid of the GM, that's a great idea. That's a great idea to solve this this Aaron Rodgers quagmire that we are currently dealing with. Everyone is holding their breath here. Uh, Fire the GM uh, and get uh, some primo weapons for that guy so he has to come back so he he he's just compelled it's like he's already in a situation where there that is a, that is if if ryan fitzpatrick went to that team they would be a good team like it's a good team so if you bring back aaron Rodgers and then you get another weapon for him to throw the ball to who we I, I I think he'd break the touchdown record if Julio Jones was on that team. You know, if Julio Jones was healthy all season, I think he'd have like 50, 58 touchdowns. It would just be insane. I, I agree. And and uh, I like that. Uh, I don't like any of these other teams that are on the, the closer list, like the, the Vegas Raiders. Am I into them? Nope. 
Cleveland Browns, no. San Francisco, no. I, I do like this, the Saints down here. I know they're cap-strapped and not in the best situation, but, man, you know, yeah. Sean Payton there, that that is juicy. My I love that. There. That is the one I want to see him go to if he goes out of Green Bay. But I'm with you. Yeah. I, here's the thing, man. I grew up with you in the 80s, and, and free agency was a new thing. I'm not one of those old-timers that has to have it a certain way, but there is something romantic Cal Ripken-esque about somebody who starts and ends their career with the same team and who's beloved in the community, and, and they're just this is this is who they are. And there's something weird about Michael Jordan in a Wizards jersey. There's just something weird about it. You know, so I, I you know. Yeah. I would pay a hundred dollars too to see him go. I would be, I would give up more than I would pay a lot of money to see him go to the new England Patriots just for the reality TV show that it would be to see how him and Belichick could coexist. I kind of think they couldn't, you know, but maybe they could. And then it would be like super geniuses, you know? Yeah. That would be funny. That would be funny. Uh, well, speaking of funny, uh, let's go to three tweets. And so, okay. wh- where where are you at? Do you want to start with the with the first? Yeah, one? we can go to me. We can go to me. This is just okay. uh, this, this is just our boys. This is uh, Bert Kreischer and Tom Segura on their podcast, and uh, I don't Tommy even Bob- need to set this up. This is yeah. just uh, just them on their podcast. Check it out. Right. Let's check it out here. The Kool Aid. You drink, you're drinking Kool-Aid to start your day? Really? It's so good. What kind? Red. Kool-Aid is fucking awesome. It really is awesome. Red. <laughs> it's, it's watered down. It's not too bad. Red. It really it's ice cool. It's ice cold. Yeah. You are drinking Kool-Aid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're drinking a fucking 64 <laughs> <laughs> 64. I've got that. I've got that here in water. That's so hilarious. Much sugar. <laughs> like, good for that guy. He's a lot of water. <laughs> He's crying. Tom Segura is dying. You know how like you you don't realize how different you are until someone points it out. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. So look at his look at Tom's face at the beginning. He goes, gonna get a sip of Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. He goes, Kool-Aid. Yeah. He's like, what did you say? You drink Kool-Aid? Drinking Kool-Aid to start your day. <laughs> You're drinking Kool-Aid to start your really? day? Yeah, why do you watch be normal about it? Red. Kool-Aid. Red. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. my favorite. He goes, well, he goes red. Yeah. <laughs> He's drinking red. Oh man, I think you're gonna win. I, I, I just think it. You know that is. All right, I'm gonna send you my second one. Okay, sure. hold on. That's hilarious. Uh, I'm gonna show you mine. Um, I think I put it in here because, you know, sometimes I do put it in. Um, okay. And sometimes I do not. Oh yeah, here it is. It is in here. Okay, so. Uh, before I'm going to set this tweet up by just letting you know, I'm not, I'm not, my goal is never just to like get political, you know, cause that's not my goal. I'm not trying to alienate anybody, but something was recently uh, brought to my attention that 53% of Republicans believe that Trump is the president. Like they mm-hmm. think he's the president. So this is just a funny TikTok tweet that I saw where, you know, you got a little guy doing a little uh, back and forth about, 
uh, what's going on right now, and it tickled my fancy. So I think you guys will enjoy. So uh, here we go. Sorry to burst your bubble, Snowflake, but Trump's the actual president, and you're all going to see that very soon. Until then, I hope you enjoy your $6 a gallon gas from Daddy Biden. How is Biden changing gas prices? <laughs> that he implements? Right, yeah, but if Biden's not president, then he can't be implementing policies, right? What? You just said that Biden's not president, that Trump's not president. So wouldn't it be Trump's policies that would be changing the gas prices? Whoa. What'd you just do to me? Unless <laughs> isn't president and he actually did lose the election and now he's just wandering Taking around Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> giving speeches on okay. some sad <laughs> how he used to be somebody. But that couldn't be the swap. Could it? All <laughs> <laughs> bro that's pretty strong i don't know who won it that's a good one i i have a great well it's a good second one it's not like all-star but if if you I, want me to do it i'll do it but that one that tickled my funny bone right there i just love that 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 our guy was drinking red kool-aid i think you win this guy was funny though and yeah, uh that's strong i, 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 I it, it's very close i'm just i'm just gonna do yeah. it because i have a good second one so i love uh, when he goes, all lives matter. And then, That's great. And then he passes out, you know? Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh. That's just, that's perfect. Um, here's the no, thing. No, I heard somebody say real quick uh, that, uh, yeah, that there was something with, like, the gun salute that wasn't at the right time and therefore uh, Donald Trump is still president. I mean, there is there is a lot of weird stuff in that world. If you they're, they're, looking, they're looking for anything. Yeah, yeah I mean, if you want to go exploring, you can find all sorts of weird stuff. Spelunking. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Get yourself oh. on that dark web and get oh, get man. yourself some sort of weird encoding app, and you can. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I hear the first thing you do on the dark web just to make sure everyone knows you're legit is you you put your credit card out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So do yeah. that. This is this is your boy Joey Molinaro, who I am a I love this guy. So uh, this is this called uh baseball live reads. Live reads. Okay, here we yeah, go. Baseball them. live reads. So this is an announcer at a baseball game. Guy is at the plate. Last time up, he went over the left field wall, and that's tonight's New Amsterdam shot of the night. New Amsterdam vodka. Pour your soul out, especially <laughs> if you're facing Diaz as of late. Pour your soul. Just like you will be after ordering your latest box of HelloFresh. HelloFresh. Easier than ever. <laughs> Three, two. And the pitch. You walked him. Guys will walk his way to first base. And guys, if you're having trouble getting up first base, you <laughs> try heading to your local Adam and Eve shop. Adam and Eve, the world's number one adult toy store. Now pitching coach Tommy Ross will make a trip to the mound. Looking to take a trip yourself? Well, then we have the place for you. Book your next stay at Airbnb. Airbnb. Belong anywhere. Wish we would have hopped on that last night. Diet is at the plate. anywhere. I love it, man. He's so funny. He crushes it. By the way, I got to say, I tweeted out earlier. I saw that there was a show today. I think that, that Tom Sugar was not on with 
our, our guy, uh, Burt Kreischer, instead of Steve O. And then Steve O, uh, Burt Kreischer shows penis. He said, do you want to see your, my penis? And he said, I really, really do. And then he, they're like, don't do it. And he's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then uh, I, I, they, 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 you know, they, they showed it, but not on YouTube. He did. And uh, it's just hilarity. You know, these guys are just so funny. So uh, do, do check out. Tom Segura, all those guys, uh, you know, th- th- we, we appreciate them. Uh, also, cool stuff. Mike and I are going to get to go see Andrew Schultz uh, on uh, tour in a couple weeks. That is going to be outstanding. I can't wait. Or a couple months. That's going to be outstanding. I cannot wait to go see live comedy again. Then you know we're really back. You know, yeah. you can go see live comedy because that's one of the funnest things to see. And that's one of the things. It's that we- my favorite thing in the whole world to do is to see stand-up comedians. Yeah, you and I. We, yeah, you, we do it. That's what we do. You and I go see stand-up We've seen Joe Rogan. Uh, we've seen uh, so many. We've seen Patrice O'Neill. We've seen Big J Okerson. We've seen uh, Sebastian Maniscalco, Frank Caliendo, Bill Burr. Uh, who am I leaving off here? Because there's just so many amazing people we've seen. You've seen Anthony Jeselnik. Tom Segura. Tom Segura. Ari Shafir. We've seen a, just a bunch of people. You know? Mm. we. We get down. I've, I get to meet Tom Segura. Burt Kreischer. We saw our last show was Burt Kreischer. Last live show was Burt Kreischer. Yeah. So we, we, we've gotten to, to to live it up and go see a lot of shows. And our next show back being Andrew Schultz is just going to be spectacular. I cannot. That guy's so witty, fresh, edgy. And uh, I like his perspective. He calls out any and everybody, even himself, too. So um, that's it, going to be great. Uh, any last words over here? I, you know, I got to make sure you go check out Hotbox over at the bigtimeflavorcode.com, please. My man, Bo, Viridian Global, get all your merch. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm rocking out my hat right here. Uh, you got your hat on. Uh, anything else we're missing besides pumping um, the, Yeah, tune know. in next week. I We don't know if it's next week, but sooner or later, we're going to talk aliens on the Fantasy Millionaires. So yeah. that could be uh, Memorial Day Monday next, next Monday. Yeah. We might be talking aliens. We don't I know. Like, I like that. That sounds really good. It's a nice little touchdown. Uh, to Earth segment. And uh, this week for me, check me out on this Thursday for uh, the the FF Hot Stove over on Twitter. I have the man, the myth, the legend, the David Bowie, the owning of all libs. Mr. C.D. Carter himself is coming on. Denny on the show, the FF Hot Stove this week. I'm so excited about Denny. And then that's on Thursday at 8 o'clock. And then Friday at 11 on Chalk Block, me and Bo and Jordan have on the man uh, reception perception himself, Mr. Matt Harmon. So we, we've just got a kick-ass awesome. show. And then on Monday, our show will be you know normal time, uh, uh, 10 o'clock. I think at 8 p.m. before our show, Bo McBig Time, my guy uh, David Mendelson, they have on Field Yates on their show with Steffi Smalls. It's a show all about eating. They did the McDonald's Challenge last week. And yesterday, a couple of, I guess it was yesterday, started the week today, and they ate uh, two Big Macs, three large fries, two drinks, uh, a bunch of chicken tender. It, it was terrible. It looked like they were going to die. And uh, and Phil Yates is like, hey, I want to come on your show. So I love it, man. It's just such a great time to be around. So many amazing people that we get to work with and know. And uh, I'm, I'm excited. So please do check all that. Out. Go do uh, yourself a favor and download the best ball. It's, it's a hot best ball summer, folks. The Underdog Fantasy app is for you. You want to get in there. Code name Nimble. Put your code in there. Play with me. Uh, you deposit right now. They'll give you a free 25 bucks. You can use that to play Pick'em. You can use it to play Rivals. They've got NBA contests going for the playoffs. Do check everything out over there in Underdog Fantasy. I love them. Mike loves them. Bo loves them. 
Jordan loves him. We all love Underdog. My man Andrew, shout out uh, him as well. Uh, I think that's it. I think that's all the shout outs. I think that's all. Sounds the good to me, bro. That's Sounds good to me. Another another beautiful fantasy millionaire show in the books. I, I love it, man. And it's always a, a great pleasure to see you, my best friend, to talk with you and to mix it up. Fantasy season is coming hot and heavy, man. We got into mm-hmm. it today. It was all football. We didn't even talk about Quintus Cephas and his crazy girlfriend who's making up stories. Yeah. We'll get to that next time. We didn't get into Might be anything. aliens and Quintus Cephas next week. We'll see. You got to tune in to find out. We don't know. Yeah, it's called a tease, folks. It's called a weekly tease. So please do check us out. Love you all. And we are on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.